Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Welcome back to Making Moves. I am in the presence of a literal goddess today. Oh my gosh. And I am so thrilled to be having um, an actress, a social media personality, YouTuber queen, and one of my friends, Claudia Saluski. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for Claudia. having me. I am so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Like, I think this is my dream. When we were texting about this, you were like, listen, it's okay if you say, I'm like, no, please, please, please have me on. I'm so excited. I literally sent her an audio message and I was like, listen, you like really don't have to. But you don't like, have to. <laughs> I said it probably 10 times, but I just like, I don't want people to feel pressure. Of course. You know what I mean? Because uh, I get it. Like sometimes you have to say no or you don't have something coming out you want to promote or whatever it is, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get it. But I'm so thrilled my whole friend group is like shut the fork up claudia saluski wow i'm honored that is too much attention no you are like (laughs) that bitch on youtube oh well just in general but for real i'll take it yeah so okay midwest my fellow midwest queen yes you're from where chicago suburb a suburb of chicago okay like very close to o'hare airport is what i like to say because like the suburbs kind of get a little messy. You're like, where's is that Northwest? Because everyone what? says they're from Chicago. Everyone says they're from Chicago. So mm-hmm. I'm like O'Hare Airport. There I am. There I was born. And you were born <laughs> in the United States. Your parents are yes. Polish. Correct? Yeah, my yeah. Both of my parents were born in Poland and moved when they were around 22, 23. Wow. Without knowing any english that is bananas isn't that crazy we do not give like people like that enough credit no like they really came out and essentially lived like the american dream in terms of just like 
My mom, she said that when she first moved to America, she only know how to say like, yes, no, and thank you in English. And just like slowly learned English through going around, meeting people, watching TV, going to the grocery store, and just like picking up on the language. It's crazy. Wow, and how old was she when she had you? Um, oh God, that is like a question that I should know. And we're like, I, I have no idea. It? Like maybe late twenties or something. My okay. oldest brother were about like 10 years apart. Oh, and wow. Yeah. So I have two older brothers and one of them is the oldest. He lives in New Zealand right now, actually, which I'm like, <laughs> that's cool. Let me in. Wait, does New the Zealand other so one cool. live in Chicago? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For he... some reason, I thought one lived in London. Did one live in London yes, at some that point? that was okay. the New Zealand one. I'm like, I want to vlogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And are you close with your siblings? I am. I, I go through waves of like who I, like right now I'm in such a rhythm of like talking to my oldest brother. We just like, he very much feels like me in a male body and older. Oh, really? He's, so you're more similar. He's very creative growing up. Like I just watched him. Uh, I mean, he's very musically talented. I don't have that part of the part of uh, the family genes, but he's incredible with like literally every instrument. He paints. Wow. He sculpts. He like designs. Yeah, very, creative, very creative guy. Okay. And so, what's funny is like my youngest memories with him because he moved out of the house pretty early, similar to how I ended up moving yeah. out. I moved out at eighteen, but. Um, I think in my like youngest years, I sort of don't remember a lot of our memories or really connecting as siblings yet until I got older. Yeah. And I like remember this one trip. I think I was 17 and it was my first trip out to New York alone for some sort of like work thing. And I remember going out to lunch with him and being like, oh, my God. We can bond about things. Yeah. Like, we're friends. Like, we can talk about normal yeah. things now. Yeah, which is really sweet. Cool. Yeah. And is, is the other brother more, like, or, like, less of a creative? Yeah, is he so more, like, he's, analytical? He's coding. He recently... Whoa. I, I, I feel like I shouldn't say where he just oh, got okay. promoted. But he's, like, doing tech things. Wow. Yeah, so he's opposite spectrum. Uh-huh. Um, or on that spectrum. Uh, yeah, we're very proud of him. He's he's doing a great job. That's amazing. I feel like <laughs> I always try and talk to my brother. Like, my brother and I are really tight. You guys are very close. Yeah, we're very Didn't close. Didn't he just move out here? Well, he was here, like, interning for the summer. And he's in his senior year at IU. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of Chicago people go to IU. Yeah. Um, or, so it's seems like suburb suburb people (laughs) they make their way to IU because it's a big party school Mm -hmm. but um he wants to be like a sports agent out here one day so we'll see oh my gosh we'll see if it actually happens I don't know (laughs) would you like for him to move out here permanently oh my gosh would that just be everything like I I don't know if you feel like this way I definitely feel like I've made friends that are family Mm -hmm. but something about having Like, I'm so envious of people that can even drive, like, four hours and be home. I That's, like, exactly what I want. Right now, my parents are in this phase where they're like, do we get a house in California? And I'm, like, literally down for anything. If you wanted to move to, like, Santa Barbara or something, I would love a day trip. And And it would be the perfect escape. It really would. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way. And every time I'm home, like, I forget the like Midwestern hospitality. Cause I walk in, there's like a plate of like cookies and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. my mom just, that's just a thing. And I, I was so privileged growing up, like going to the house with, you know, snacks and things. Mm-hmm. And I just miss that, I guess, having that family energy around. hundred um, percent. Every f- once in a while. Do you feel like in your adulthood, you are now 
seeing yourself like doing that and and taking yes. on those like hosting because I am the same way. Yes. I literally I had a friend Ashley come over last week and she just she's gearing up to like shoot a music video. So she was like, Can I just use your backyard? Because it's private so I can tan oh, my did tits. You set up like, crafty? You know? And I literally <laughs> had like a pitcher of cucumber yes. lemon water. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well the thing is I'm so envious about you is you have a backyard and like mm-hmm. in the Midwest backyard was like life we did everything yes. in the backyard 100 so i one day my goal is to have like grass in that, my it's like it's so it's so simple us people what we really need is just uh-huh. a little a little bit of like nature to be like this is my land and i can i can tan do whatever naked I want. here exactly exactly i can do whatever i, need I to love do. it well i feel like i've always related to you as a viewer just because I feel like I can see your Midwest roots Mm -hmm. throughout your videos and it's very comforting. Oh, that's (laughs) sweet. Anyway, okay, let's dive into you are coming out with a movie. I am. That is bananas. I'm so excited, dude. Congrats. (laughs) I, I read the articles. Thank you. Yeah, Thank come you. on, press. <laughs> um, I know. Those those little press opportunities just like sort of came in through my email. No way. I know. I am like in the process of getting a publicist to gear up for this. I don't have one Whoa. right Whoa. That's when you know you're interesting. I know. <laughs> I know I'm like, okay, don't. great. I'm, a, I'm an exciting client now. <laughs> yeah, when you don't have a publicist and you're getting press opportunities. Yeah. Well, I think it's like publicists are so expensive so it's like you really got to time it out let's dive into this people don't understand this i don't think people realize no and it's you basically hire them on like a monthly retainer and they can be anywhere from like three to like fifteen thousand a month or something or ten i don't but there's often like a five to six no absolutely and it's so just depends on like what's happening in your life and what they can do for you and there's also like I know that there are like special cases where you can like hire publicists for like just a month and then kind of like have for like a launch yeah 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 so you know maybe it'll be something like that I don't know but I'm like shit this is so much money I know when I joined Alicia's team I was like mind Mind blown blown. yeah because I just thought like Vogue or you know all these big press Mm -hmm. publications or whatever they just reached out to the creator the talent and were like oh we would love to write an article on so and so Mm -hmm. but really it's the publicist publicist that pitch their clients to have articles written about them which there are random cases where I've gotten like things through email and like you did but um Publicists are crazy, and they're also very important for your career. They're so important. I know. I'm realizing that. Like, the time is ticking, and that's, like, the first thing. (laughs) You're like, business expense. I know. That's how you have to look at it. But it is... It, There's so much value It makes a big difference. Yeah. And I feel like when you have a good one, it's just an awesome energy and team member to have. Yeah. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about I Love My Dad. Okay. The guy that was on James Morrissey. Am mm-hmm. I saying it correctly? Yeah, you okay. Are. James Morrissey is he was on Sex Lives of College Girls. Yes. Which I was obsessed with that it's show. It's so good. I haven't made it all the way through, but I've been watching. Oh my gosh. I feel like you and would it's love it. So funny. Yes. And oh he's amazing. God. And he's, he's like great. the hot soccer coach. coach. Assistant coach. Yeah, assistant coach that mm-hmm. one of the girls is, you know, having her a good time with. <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much, yeah, yeah. but he—I didn't realize he is a director. Yeah, so he, did he actually the, did he write this movie? He wrote the script, he directed it, and then he also is started. It? Yes, that's crazy. 
So I know, imagine like what like, an overwhelming hello. task. Yeah, like wear less hats, James. Please. Wear a few less hats. Um, yeah, that that entire process of like booking that film and getting to do it, it really, it landed in, I feel like such an important part of my life, at least personally, professionally, all these things. I think um, that's sort of like when the world kind of opened back up after mm. COVID, we started getting our vaccinations, not realizing that they're, you know, it's still yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, kind of. It was like, yeah, like the, when we filmed it, it was in that sweet spot where like Delta had not arrived yet. Yes. And <laughs> the first vaccination vaccination like truly was protecting you. And so even on set, like there were a lot of protocols, but they weren't as intense as I believe they were maybe like a year yes. before. And so we hit that sweet spot where like no one got COVID and That's amazing. got this like relatively normal experience. Um, but yeah, he I mean, I don't even know like how much I can share. So I kind of go based on like what's been already published or talked about. But like it's sort of like a personal story. Don't want to speak for him. But like basically the movie is about um, a father who catfishes his son uh, crazy <laughs> such a good story connecting with him like an estranged father because the parents get divor- divorced and then you're sort of um, you're seeing how that catfish relationship is unfolding and my character is a waitress that inspires that account and so as you see the conversation unfold I um, you see you see imaginary Claudia. So you're a <laughs> made-up person. So I'm like playing a real person and also a made-up person. Oh, which you is are. So fun. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that added like a whole nother kind of angle to it because it allowed me, for starters, like I did want to make them feel very distinct because one is like the this dream girl in someone's head and uh-huh. what she would speak like and act like and, and how she, her excitement and energy and the other was just like, a real girl, a waitress at a diner. Yeah, so that's crazy. That was very fun to play with. Yeah, and it probably really tested your acting skills and it abilities. Was very like challenging, a little. Yes, it was very um, like creatively fulfilling for sure. Oh wow! So going back to just saying how I feel like the way. I don't know. I I toss back and forth with believing like everything happens for a reason because there are so many things that I just with the environment and whatever. Yeah. We don't need to get into worldly things, but I like get it. sometimes things just kind of arrive in your life at such a time where you feel that you're prepared for it, you're ready for it, and you understand like the magnitude of it and everything. And in so many ways, I was like, this was absolutely like the best role I could have dreamt up for myself. That's amazing. Um, because in many ways, like I, it sort of feels, even though I have acted in the past, it does feel like this sort of kind of like first impression getting into it. And it just, I mean, the cast is like insane. So just being alongside like all these people that I looked up, look up to was very crazy. I'm sure. And yeah. I, I just have like, so many questions because you, I I don't know if I was watching an interview or, or if I read mm-hmm. it, but you said that you got the call the literal day before that Dude. you had to go. Yeah. Okay. I'm so confused by that because in YouTube world, I'm used to the spontaneity of like, okay, yes. tomorrow we're going to Tokyo for this brand trip and like we last minute got invited or whatever. I'm yeah. used to that. Yep. But I'm like in the acting world, I never imagined like with such 
like time and effort and budget that goes into films, right. like a last minute thing being like, like you imagine that things yeah. are more properly organized. No, it's how did I how, mean, how did you feel when you got that call? Oh, I <laughs> that twenty four hours. Well, essentially, what happened like the weeks prior to that, the audition process was just like any. Now, because of the pandemic, it's all self tapes, which okay. is like. It's like a great thing and a bad thing because I think there's so much about going in the room and getting to see the casting director and assistant. It's like the energy. Yes, it's mm-hmm. an energy thing. It's like a the chatting before and after type thing. Um, but there is a luxury to being being able to film a tape at home, do a bunch of takes, you know. Get the right one. Exactly, get the right one. So sent in a self-tape and then from there getting callbacks. So they're giving you notes on sort of like just – whatever adjustment they want to see or just seeing if you're capable of it. So there was a round of callbacks and then directors kind of sessions and Zooms and stuff. And um, basically, yeah, it was very wild because there's so many different aspects into like who gets the role. Yeah. Like there. And that is like the trickiest thing about this industry, too, is that you can never take it personally if you do do or don't get something because it. Literally, it's like down to your hair color, your height, uh, just like the sound of your voice. Like it literally could be anything uh-huh. um, that's out of your control. So anyways, um, after like some back and forth on their end, essentially, I found out the night before or like the day before. That is crazy. I got a call from James and. Um, and did you know him? Like, or were well, you friends with him prior? No. I, that's crazy. Yeah, it was just based on like the like the two sessions that we had done together. So you had his number was like a random phone. Yeah. So we exchanged, (laughs) so we exchanged like email and I like sent an email being like, thank you so much for your time. That was so wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. Got Um, it. Always follow up. Oh, is what I have learned. Wait, that's a good, good tip. What do you mean? hundred percent. For people Um, that are like, what does that mean? Yeah. I think, I think when you can recognize that someone gave you a lot of their time and, uh, whatever that is, interest, time, uh, stuff like that like I just think I think it makes the experience very human when you just kind of take that extra step in any industry like you what us humans are attracted to is like humanness and Mm -hmm. vulnerability and honesty and that goes like across the board on everything that's what I'm chasing on my YouTube channels and on my YouTube channels one channel um, <laughs> I'm like Claudia we had a funeral for the vlog <laughs> wait, wait, channel really? you guys really were the ones that were like we get were like, rid get of it <laughs> now by the way the best decision I've ever made well I agree ever ever I agree <laughs> and, and I think like now people starting out just start out with one channel yeah. it's not a thing to do it's two channels anymore. anymore anyway but listen I mean some people do it and it makes so much sense yes you know like Alicia still even does Alicia it, right? and Remy like yeah, it's so clear what a vlog and a main is for yes, them. Yes, exactly, because yeah. they still have that distinction. I was just really falling on like the main, and I was like, "This is, I need to adapt." Yeah. So that's what we did. We shifted and adapted, and but it was great. Exactly. Oh my god. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, truly, <laughs> yes, that was the move to make. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like, it 
I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. But jumping back to what I was saying, like, I, I just think it's so important to, I don't know, show, yeah, show respect and gratitude. And that you care. And, yeah, exactly. Um, and so essentially, yeah, so James had my number and he called me. I had breakfast with Phineas. We're in the car on our way home. I get a call. I didn't save the number. No, that's what I was saying. I was like, was yes. it a random number? And you answered? Well, it was a random number. Yes. Did it say maybe James? It said nothing. Oh. Which honestly, I'm like. Normally I wouldn't answer that. Well, so I have a setting on my phone now where it silences unknown numbers because I get so much spam. And I'm like, if it's something important, they'll leave a voicemail. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, that would have gone to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, but now. you answered it. But I answered it. Interesting. And I was like, hello. And he's like, Claudia, this is James uh, from I Love My Dad. D uh, do you think you'll be available to shoot this next week? And I, I, my response was, uh, for, this, for the same role? Because <laughs> it's like the lead of the film. I'm like, what? And he's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, can you do it? Just just let me know. Talk to your team. Figure it out. I'm like, yeah, let's see. I have to move some things around. But like, yeah, let me call my agents. Were you and in the so, car? I was in the car. Oh, my God. Were you driving? <laughs> no, okay. I was not driving. Okay, you're in the passenger. Okay. Oh, and, my God. Um, I call my agents. like, what <laughs> <laughs> It was very, it was a very surreal moment. And so wow. I, I called my agents and they were like, Whoa, okay, let's jump on it. And then like an hour, sorry for everyone who's listening in your headphones <laughs> if I just shouted. And I tried to go back a little bit. Um, but then an hour later they texted me and they were like, start packing. Like you're, we're getting an offer in, in like a couple hours. Um, and so I had to leave the next morning at like 10 a.m. I believe because that's when the rest of the cast cast that lives in Los Angeles were all flying out. So we all flew out together Interesting. and had a week to rehearse in person. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, so. wait, quick, quick question about an offer. Mm -hmm. What does that mean in acting world? Because in YouTube world, for those of you that yeah. don't know, 
if I got a brand deal from Starbucks mm-hmm. and Starbucks is working with my manager, they come up with my manager pitches my rate mm-hmm. and they're like, Her, TK's rate is worth, let's say it was $5. <laughs> it's more than that. <laughs> but for let's the say sake it's $5. of this example, yeah, for yeah. the sake of this example, then Starbucks will be like, perfect. That sounds good to us. Mm-hmm. And then they send me an offer and it's like, TK, do you want to do this brand deal with Starbucks for $5? Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Is that how it works in the acting world? Yeah. So it's, there's like a little bit of back and forth and I, think it it depends on the project as well when you're working on like an independently Uh funded film like there's only like so much you could ask for with writing stuff that it's like and also with acting like to be honest it's so much more of a passion of mine that I'm like I don't care then like a business out there yeah exactly and so with that one um the things that we just needed to cover are um, so obviously it's the rates and then it's like, you know, are you getting a trailer? Is there budget for trailers? Oh. Um, you know, what about per DM, which is how much you how much money you get every day for food uh-huh. um, as well as like hotel uh, booking, all these things. Accommodations. And also if there's going to be any nudity, you go through <laughs> all of it. It's like, OK, is side boob OK? Is yeah. nipple OK? Is, is That's crazy. It's well, like with side euphoria. of the bar, like, that's oh, big talk, like exactly. right now. Exactly. Yeah, because everyone's like, "Oh, in Zendaya's contract, she's yes. not allowed yes, exactly. to show or be nude or whatever." But yeah. obviously, other people agree, and they didn't know how big they would be, and mm-hmm. now they're like, "Crap, I'm nude, <laughs> fully nude." But yeah. they look great. There's so much nudity for it. It's yeah, crazy. There it is. I kind of loved it though. Oh, I love it too. <laughs> because I feel like for so long we were not seeing penises. We were seeing a lot of titties. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree. And now I'm just like, yes, we are like really equaling out. Like we're because it's like men show their chest all the men are shirtless all the totally. time. And it's actually ridiculous that like our nipples are a big deal and their nipples are not. It's fine. That's up to discussion. But, yeah. But it's it's exciting to see a show that is so big. I mean, you know, obviously then it's there a younger audience maybe can't really watch it. Yeah. Regardless, there are other topics that shouldn't maybe be seen by um, mm-hmm. younger viewers, but I'm into it. I'm like into it, it too. Yep. My one question <laughs> is, I don't know if this is true. I think I might have seen like a TikTok or an article about it mm-hmm. and they were saying that the men, no, it was Jacob Elordi on mm-hmm. Fallon. He said that the men's penises are, are fake. Oh, I believe euphoria. that. I believe that. And that to me was a little bit of bullshit because I'm like, well, right. if I had to show my tits on camera, they, they wouldn't put random fake tits on me, right? I wonder if they're just like, let's compare it to penis and vagina. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. Because like, that, okay. you know, because we're not seeing a lot of that is true. lady parts Unless down it's there like Game of on the show. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that is true. I believe that. Except sometimes I'm like, I don't know, that looks really real. You know? Yeah. Like, well, no, he said on a, it was crazy. I was just watching an interview yeah. and he said that the makeup artist, like, every day would like put like veins and shit on them. Crazy. The fake penises. Do you think it's just like a silicone sock <laughs> that they're just Probably. like, right? Prosthetics are insane. That would be funny if like a guy with, like maybe a smaller penis would be like, can I have a look? Yes. <laughs> no. Like I would. I, I would. You know what I mean? I would. There's I'm opportunity sure happy there. that it's fake because I'm like these are like these are good looking penises. I actually. <laughs> I also wonder if it's just dependent on the character because I feel like someone like Jacob, 
has so much room to be like, no, no, no. Yeah. We're putting a prosthetic on. <laughs> but I wonder if like the extras in the back are also getting I don't know. fake veins. And and, I'm, you know I'm what I mean? Because it's a process. Even like covering up a tattoo oh, is like a process. Such a long, uh, the makeup artists are doing so much for Euphoria. So much. So much. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I watch it like for the makeup inspo. The it's like the a outfits, music video. The whole thing. The whole thing is. I like, love it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on board. Back to your contracts and okay. stuff. <laughs> you so you agree on all those things. Then they offer you a rate, and you're like, yes. And you're like, yep, signed. And then live, laugh, love. Live, you're laugh, off love. To and you're off. Syracuse, New York. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice and um, did you do you like that type of spontaneity, or is that a little bit stressful? Ooh. <laughs> well, I think because I had just spent so much time at home in my pod with my boyfriend and my dog. Um, So I was set to leave for six weeks and I'd never spent six weeks away from Peaches, my my pit bull. Um, Angel. My angel of a daughter. And I had, you know, like in COVID, if you're living with a partner, you just become codependent, whether you like it or not. It just happens. And I, that first day was mixed with like, obviously excitement. The rest of it, sobbing i'm like in the shower no, they were like there was this, <laughs> this one. Oh. oh my god this is literally so intimate you guys um i was in the shot we were in the shower together and there were two hotels to choose from and i and i was like yeah i ended up choosing this one and he's like why didn't you choose the one in the downtown area like you'll have way better food options there and i was like because because everyone else is staying at the other one and I thought I'd be lonely. And he was like, oh yeah, I would have chosen the other one. And then I just start sobbing because I thought I chose the wrong hotel. And it was just like everything. I was like, Peaches is going to think that I died. She's never spent this much time away from me. She's not going to know. I can't tell her. And I'm like, what do you pack for six weeks? How many bags do I bring? How many pairs of underwear? Did you see that one TikTok? (laughs) Of people counting up. That's me. For a three-day trip. And like, one girl brought like literally 11 fit, like 11 pairs that's me no yeah. that's me too why do we do that I think we're just like well so like just in case if like if I wear those pants I'm gonna need that thong but it needs to be nude and, it's and then so those small. pants yeah exactly and so you're like let me just throw them in like, that's it's hilarious <laughs> I just saw this TikTok too of, <laughs> they were like every guy you ask mm-hmm. if you ask them to show the number three they're either doing like the okay sign <laughs> or they do like this with like mm-hmm. the thumb and the two fingers yeah. and I'm not kidding you the, t- the TikTok every guy they asked was like I saw that TikTok yesterday why is that so funny to me and I'm so annoyed well I was laughing too and I was like I I'm gonna this. do yes of course <laughs> but is it because we're gals I don't know so I did it I stitched that TikTok last night oh, and did, did it to Phineas and he he did this Gosh, and I was it. like have you seen the TikTok and he's like yeah and I'm like okay, oh got okay. it I got it so, I feel like my brother would like a, be clueless and do, do this. this yeah but I'm okay in, I'm into that I, I know is I that the know. cool thing this is harder to do like <laughs> I'm like I feel like this <laughs> used to be to easier to do when I was younger way. I don't know it's so weird okay <laughs> next question on YouTube one of my favorite things about it is you get to tell the whole story and mm-hmm. you're the makeup artist and you're the hairstylist and you're the talent and you know you're pre-production producer director editor mm-hmm. all the things graphic mm-hmm. designer like you do it all and mm-hmm. you do it so flawlessly and you're such a good storyteller oh, thank you so much being just an actor i hate to say just an actor because right. it's such a huge job and big deal but mm-hmm. compared to youtube was it weird not having final say over like the edit or the shots they use or the cut so you're absolutely right about that when making youtube videos 
all of the creative control is like under my belt. No, I, I live for that. Live for that as well. Absolutely. That scares me. Yes. If someone were to just I, me send off my video and I never touch it, that's yeah. scary. So when I first started acting, I remember like my my first few shows and like days on set, that desire to be a part of everything was so big uh. that like <laughs> there's like this one uh, show called The Commute and we're filming in the car and like there was like a sun glare that was happening on like the radio or something mm. and so like this is a small example but I would overhear someone being like oh that glare is like really bright and I'd be like I got it and I'd like take the black tape and I'd like cover it <laughs> where I see it and I did it and like the DP would pop in and he'd be like thank you so much <laughs> not your job never do you have to worry about that but thank you very much yeah, good ears exactly and like pops back out and they're like okay let's like, do copy it copy that sir <laughs> because it just i don't know i and i still feel this way about acting that like it is so fun and so different from what i'm used to because there is this community family sense where you're spending every day with these people and you're getting to hear about their lives and it's like i any like set that i go on i literally screenshot like the the call sheet with all of the names and everyone's yeah, sort of so titles thoughtful. and like make it my lock screen yeah. so that i remember people's names and it's like a team effort 100% and so it's been very fun to sort of like loosen the reins on my desire to creative control everything because it is so fun to collaborate. And like that is what makes it so exciting to me is like you can imagine how that scene is going to go 100 times and it never plays out exactly what you think because you because you're half of it or you're a piece of it if it's a group scene. And so like. That spontaneity and that sort of unknown is just so fun. And it's so different from like what I'm used to and have been doing for like, what, 12 years now? No, so, I can't imagine. So I live and love for it. And um, and of course, yeah, it's like it's one of those things where you just got to put like your trust into literally everyone. And that's also what's so fun about it, too. And so it feels just so maybe like on the edge of your seat or risky because you can do everything perfectly in the scene and like if the focus wasn't there or if the if the mics got you know yes. whatever covered I mean there's always ADR but like sometimes hard to really match it and so there are just all these little pieces to fit into this puzzle and so it's so exciting to have like everyone working towards the same mm -hmm. goal. goal um very fun it's also cool having experts do yes. every role whereas like oh, yes. you know we spread ourselves too thin where it's like yeah. I'm not the best at yeah. lighting but I can do it mm -hmm. and like having an expert light you the way you actually yeah. should be is probably I'm sure something a hundred percent nice a little you nice. know which one was like actually the most interesting to learn was makeup because when you're doing your own makeup for so long and you really feel like your own mini sort of expert on it on your face and, mm -hmm. and what you like all these things how you like to do your eyebrows like Makeup for flash photography or just in general, like imagery is so different than makeup for film or for video. Even in person, like you don't want yeah. that too cakey in person 100%. versus cakey's kind of good for on camera. Uh huh. And so, like, unless it's a really sweaty set, like they try to like be really light on the powder because powder makes it not look like skin anymore, you know? Mm. And so, I remember like my earliest memories of it. I just feel like, where's the bronzer? Yeah. <laughs> where's the contour? You're like, I get oilier. You know? And you just like, ugh. yeah. So, that is really fun too to like shape shift and just sort of see like, 
how how they do your makeup according to the character and and also just like like to the craft and and what it needs because you know your eyebrows like I feel mine a little bit different and they're gonna feel it a little different and I don't know it's, yeah well I am so thrilled to see this film when is it coming out so um, no idea There's, okay we don't I know. can't say literally okay. anything okay 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 um, we know nothing but hopefully soon hopefully in the near I'm future so excited for it to come out yeah. yes I'm so excited <laughs> well let's cut to a quick break and we're gonna come back with some social media stuff amazing. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge and more importantly has kept me hydrated the most is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you I literally crave liquid IV, like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Mwah! Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Let's get into more YouTube stuff. Yes. Because you're one of my favorite YouTubers. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I tell a lot of people <laughs> that, but you really are. Oh. Um, you can really feel the sense of your storytelling, like abilities, I feel mm. like throughout your entire video. Mm -hmm. And I want you to like break down in percentages, like 100% okay. is the entire video. How much percentage are you spending on each aspect of the process of making a YouTube video because mm -hmm. you, I know you spend a lot of time editing. I do. Or you love to edit. So yes. I'm like, are you planning out 
how you want to film like are you shooting to edit or are you mm. just kind of like shooting what you can and then piecing it together like a puzzle in that edit yeah so it i mean it depends on the video because very often right now the format that i have been doing for the past year and and find really works with my lifestyle is like i will find some sort of main subject or focus on the video whether that be uh, I'm going to be talking about like my favorite books recently or I'm going to be showcasing like my recent travels yes. or it's going to be revolving around staying with my family in Chicago, you know, whatever the focus is. And basically my process right now is like I try to make sure that every video has a good amount of like sitting down face to face with the camera, mm-hmm. personal connection, Um just because that feels very like let's update each other. I feel like if it's too much of, I I like to have the person, the viewer, (laughs) the person, I like my viewers to feel like they're sitting with me and talking with me versus just like seeing my life go by, if that makes sense. Well, you're really good at showing both. So that's what I was gonna get into is that like, so then all of the in-between bits are um, shots that I set up that I think just, like look nice like I, I'm so about like the composition of a shot uh-huh. and like just where the camera is and whether it's like literally just a three second clip of like me feeding peaches or me like skipping across to do something or making a meal and just like having those in between moments I think it pushes the story along it helps give like a time reference um, and very often <laughs> I mean, actually, every single time, none of my footage is ever in order. And I am, like, not precious or secretive secretive about that because very often, like, I'll receive comments that are like, oh, my God, your day looks so full. Your day looks so productive. And and you're like, this was, like, three weeks. And I'm like, no, 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 no honey. This is the footage across, like, two weeks. Yeah. Um, That's and, me. That's how I, I operate, yeah. too. And it's, and it's not even that I'm trying to portray some sort of, like, day that I'm not actually having or anything like that. It's more so, like, for the story of the video. Well, and it makes sense. Yeah, when it gives it, like, a beginning, it. a middle, an end. And, like, I think also, like, having that variation throughout a video, if it's going to be a longer one, is really important. Mm. It keeps it moving along, you know? And so my process is, like, film a bunch, and then so, I will... So, but are you already, like, okay, the video is blank. Like, you have the title and thumbnail in your head, or are you just, like, let's see what I, I get? I am... Okay, so I know I was literally just listening to your newest episode with Alicia, and you guys are so good with thumbnails. And I literally was listening to it like this. I was like, that is my weakness because I... It's kind of my weakness, too. She's a beast at it. Yeah, she really is. So is Mr. Beast. She has, literally, she has her priorities accurately uh, organized. Um... Yeah, so sometimes, like, sometimes I will know, and other times I am, like, scrapping together. I'm like, okay, what that's is me. this video about? That's literally me. <laughs> yeah. And, like, so and some I'm like, of my... what should I title it? Literally. Because I have a little bit of this in. Yes, my okay. title would be, like, weekly vlog, reading, <laughs> da-da-da, and da-da-da, and yeah. organizing. And I'm like, oh, does every title look the same? I know, channel? that's literally me. But I feel like yeah. you're already just established, so a viewer can go in and be like, oh, mm-hmm. I know what to expect from a Claudia yeah. Slusky video. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, it uh, puts me in kind of a bad position or puts me backwards because people aren't as familiar with my channel and they need right. something that would be clickable. Right. Because I'm tr- still trying to get people to click. Right. Like, you know you're going to get the clicks that you typically get, you know? Every time I upload, I'm like, 
Hopefully. Let's please. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it interests people. But um, I think from like a growing perspective, absolutely. And it's, it's so important to think about and prioritize what that thumbnail looks like. What's the exactly mm-hmm. what that bite is. Yeah. Because, you know, it's interesting. I was like looking at the analytics of my recent video and like. of my views were coming from recommendations, not from subscriptions. Yeah, that's my my channel It was like the recommended on homepage or whatever. Oh, good. And I'm like, (laughs) go algorithm. Okay, well, thank you for that, I guess. Um, So it's really fascinating. And yeah, that makes me think like, okay, I should definitely be, (laughs) definitely be like pre-meditating on, you know, know, part of it. It's crazy because like, if I just take the extra, like I'm trying to this year, I want to take the extra 15 to 30 minutes and really mm-hmm. like game plan, at least for my channel. But that makes me feel so good. that If Claudia yeah. Salewski doesn't do that, then I cannot do that. Oh, my so. gosh. There is so no I like there's so much about my channel nowadays where I'm like, oh, my gosh, am I like just getting by? I we no. go through waves. We go through waves. <laughs> I will say something about the aesthetic mm-hmm. of I, I so appreciate the b-roll montage like the little like chirps yeah. and birds and yeah. sound effects do you use sound effects or are they real yeah i am well s- usually they're almost always real but sometimes i will add okay. in um sound effects Me but too. In general, like the sort of focus on audio is so important yes. to me. I'm very often like taking a clip and extending the audio from that first clip and adding, you know, three other shots over it and letting that fade in as another thing fades uh-huh. in. I think uh, sound is so important. Sounds Just more important than the visual. A hundred percent. And I think about that from like a human standpoint. You think about music and how it brings you back to a memory of time of your a time in your life. It sets the vibe and in the tone. It sets the entire tone and vibe. And like I, um, what you were sort of saying, how like very often the impression is that when people come to my channel, they kind of know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that expectation is some sort of video that relaxes you and calms you yes. and just makes you like, and that is the goal all the time. If I can be a source of like exactly that, which is just a little pause in your day where you're just like, I don't know, vibing out with yeah. me. Um, and that's the goal. And so that directly like impacts, you know, what song I'm choosing, which is a whole monster on its own. Are you are you an epidemic sound girly? I am are you an music epidemic. Bed? I am epidemic sound. Okay. I feel that for so long, actually, I was doing it in just like the most sus way where I was just trying to find like remixes online um, or SoundCloud yeah. or something. And then um What's really actually fun is like reaching out to your followers mm-hmm. if they have any original music. Um, and so very often I'm using music that has been sent to me. And then, of course, I'm crediting them in the video and in the description box. And that's awesome. Um, but I remember finding Epidemic Sound, I think, <laughs> it sometimes uh, hits. <laughs> like, like a year ago or something. Yeah. And I swear, like they're you know what you got to do. What? I will tell you. So for Give starters, for starters, you got to go to the songs that have lyrics and every 
every song that has lyrics has, has an, an instrument, instrumental. instrumental. That's me. I do yes. that. So you got to do that. And then also you got to create playlists because when you create playlists, uh-huh, because then they'll recommend similar songs based on that playlist. Okay. I, I use the similar button. Like it'll yeah. be like, oh, you like this song? Click yeah. this. We'll show you more of the similar, but I need to yeah. do the playlist. So then, and then also, yeah. So make the playlists because that okay. will kind of like help curate the homepage for you and like your taste and you can go to the playlist and there will be like more recommendations based on your yeah and then also I will just like if there's a song that I like it's I I just like I'm a big fan of Epidemic Sound (laughs) like you can just like if you're big fan of Epidemic Sound big fan big fan (laughs) Um, and like when you like the song it's like you can click on the artist you can click on like the genre like it has all the info there and so I just go from there it's like a spider web I'm sorry not you dating a Grammy award winning (laughs) (laughs) guy and her being the biggest fan of Epidemic Sound if if only he let me use his music yeah, that is only, out of discussion yeah. i don't even i don't even think i've ever asked i'm like this is i know this is not that's a no <laughs> not yeah allowed. it's okay it makes yeah. you know what i appreciate about your music choices is i'm like i know this bitch searched i searched for this song because <laughs> it's hard but it i will say hard. hear me out try okay. music bed music bed is it the same sort of vibe same where vibe as epidemic okay. but i i feel like they have more songs recently that I've been gravitating towards like more mm. like cooler up to date like I'm like cool. is this like from the radio you know kind of vibe okay um or at least like do a trial because 100%. it's fun to have both options 100% yeah. I'm very down we've been into music bed lately and it's, it's so worth it yeah too like, it is in terms of like just paying the subscription and having it available to you it's exactly so, yeah speaking of YouTube mm. I feel like you're way more strategic than people probably think. Maybe. Oh my god! I, Do you I know? <laughs> no. No. Okay, but let's see where this goes. Okay. I'll play along. Well, <laughs> the last time I was with you in person, mm-hmm. I remember you were. It was like you were talking about your video. It was like a "What's in my bag" video or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you were like, "Guys, hear me out. Huh. I think I'm going to do a thumbnail with this." Yes. With my taser. With my little taser, So yeah. it looks like a vibrator or something. Uh-huh. And then it'll make people be like, ooh, what's that? What is that? Okay, so do you not? I feel like that's pretty strategic. I did do it for that video, but I literally cannot remember it. Okay, <laughs> doing I've being strategic. Okay, but what tips do you have like for a YouTuber like me that's like small trying to figure out our way? Like oh. what, what would be like a tip you live by when it comes to okay. YouTube? I mean, honestly, the first one is like they're... I think like what I've recently been learning is sort of like how much to share versus not to share because I feel Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I think like as you have a lot I'm of growing, stuff you don't want to probably share. Yes. As yeah. I'm growing older and just sort of like whatever. Yeah. I, I found that I really, really enjoy privacy. Yeah. Well, um, your life is already so public. It's so public. Whether you want it to be or not. Yes. Um, That there's sort of like this forced privacy where it's Mm. like that, no, we're not going to show that. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to vlog at this thing or that thing, whatever. Um, But I think like finding a way, because here's the thing is like, I believe that there will always be a way to be honest and vulnerable and... um, just real without giving too much, if that makes sense. Agreed. And I think like finding what that looks like for you is so important because that is like what people want to see. I, I, at least in my experience, like 
even if it's like a personal Q&A, but I take one question that like might literally be asking this for the simplest response. And then I just take it into this tornado of like, I don't know, it turns into like a little crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like those are always the videos where I'm reading the comments and they're like, I, I you do not know how much I needed to literally hear that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I found that that has been like the most exciting point of relatability for me because I think mental health, therapy, relationships, friendships, family dynamics, trauma, like all of these things that are now so on the table to talk about. For a while, I feel that it was a bit more hidden or, you know, maybe felt like too much to be sharing or that doesn't that doesn't belong on this channel because we're trying to be positive. Well, yeah, and we're trying, you know, and YouTube was so like almost product based. It was like totally. recommendations. How to do your makeup. Yes. Very almost. I don't want to say materialistic, but like kind of that. vibe. 100%, and now yeah. it's people like like Emma changed yeah. the game for everyone because yeah. she started. I feel like talking about real shit. Yeah, 100%. And and then we're all like, oh, we can talk about real shit. We can totally do that. This is amazing. Yeah, and I think it's just like finding your version of that I think is a really important part of um, building a community that feels just very dedicated and very uh, personal, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, And that is just like, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to YouTube tips, in so many ways, I feel like I always... And this is probably like, like, this is not a good thing that I did this, but I feel like I've always kind of like straight away from like knowing what what would do well. And I don't know if that's stubbornness or if that's just like me wanting to prove something where it's like, but if but if I just stay as myself in like, your lane, it'll be fine. Mm. But yeah, very often, like I've always been way too like intimidated to ask to collaborate. So mm-hmm. like. Here and I mean, back in the day, collaborations were like super, super big. And I would collaborate with some of my best friends, but I was never the one to reach out and be like, do you want to do a video with Uh me? I don't know if that's something that you want to do. (laughs) Like, like I just is too intimidating. So why I just always assumed that like. I don't know, in the same way when you texted me and you were yeah. like, listen, so you can many say disclaimers. No. So many disclaimers. Like, <laughs> that is exactly what my message would have read like. And I didn't send it. And you did. And we're doing it, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. So, I really don't feel like I have all of these, like, secrets and whatever. But it's, like, the thing that, like, I can stand by is, like, the more you show of yourself and your soul and your personality, like... That is irreplaceable. That cannot be so true. That, that cannot be copy and facts. pasted, you know? And I just feel like you need to ask yourself like, there is just so much content out there. There are so many people doing mm. so many different things, so many of the same things. Like, what about you is, is different that you're going to bring into your content? Love that. Yeah. You are so good at marching to the beat of your own drum. Mm. And I think that's what makes your content so original. Mm. But how do you, for someone that's like, I'm not interesting, mm-hmm. how do you find that within you? Okay, so if you feel that you are not interesting, become start to become interested in things. Ooh, yeah. Whoa, that was a mic drop. <laughs> I Whoa. kind of okay TikTok. I know that just but came mark right that in. That is TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, really, and and here's the thing: is I experience that feeling all the time Mm -hmm. and like I experienced it recently where I it was around like at some point like in the fall time winter of last year I was like 
as of lately, I have nothing to speak on because I want to be private about these things. This thing I literally cannot talk about yet. What can I talk about? What is interesting to talk about right now? And I literally got back into reading because I was like, I have opinions. I know I have them. Mm -hmm. Let me just get inspired by other things and, and share them. And like, it's been so fun getting really into reading and talking about that was truly like I recently posted a video that was like books of mine that I've been loving and all of the comments Which people like were about books simp over and I'm like oh my god I didn't even know that my community has already read all these and they're recommending these and yeah. like it's it just like opened up this whole new conversation and like feeling of this community so I think that's what it is is that like if you're feeling like gosh I don't have like yeah I don't have opinions or I, I don't know what to offer like that means that you got to feed yourself. You got to feed your creativity, your soul, get interested in things um, and step out of yourself. Because very often if we're like way too focused on ourselves, I feel like that's when life gets a little bit boring. Absolutely. I think also, because I help produce Pretty Basic, the podcast, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we're like, crap, like what do we talk about? You know what I mean? On whatever. Or even like in my own content or vlogs or whatever. And I feel like my best podcast or my best content is mm-hmm. when I'm excited about something. hundred percent. And it really is a simple thing. Mm-hmm. But um, exactly what you said, like getting interested and getting excited about something. It's like when you go on a date and you're like so excited about the person. That's all you want to talk about. Yeah. And or if you read a good book or a good a watch movie, a good show. Like anything. I can't shut the fork up about euphoria right now. Yeah. I'm so obsessed. And I think that is so true. Like mm-hmm. find what you're genuinely excited about. And yeah, I guess we'll have that to talk about. And that like, I mean, especially in the creative field, I just feel like that is how you get the juices flowing is like seeing other work and seeing other people's words and other people's, you know, and and you will like almost always have some sort of opinion on it, at least whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and sort of following that. I think I love that. Who was someone in your life Mm. that you feel like you couldn't have got to where you are now without them? Ooh, that's such a sweet question. Um, It can be a few people. Yeah. Whether it's like a team member or family member. Oh, wow. Or yeah. I mean, I feel like, well, for start, if we're, if we're jumping all the way back, (laughs) um, I've always admired how many risks my parents just taken in terms of like giving the life my brothers and I have Mm -hmm. um like yeah there's there's so much that I look up to in in my parents just like diving right in without knowing what the outcome is going to be and I think like that about a risk yeah and that really set the example for me I think when I was younger because when I started making YouTube videos like Yes, 100%. It was an interest and a, and a hobby. And at the time, no one had made it a job. But something in me was like, I want to take this seriously. And I, I treated it like a job from like the beginning. So you just had an instinct. Yeah. That this was going to be your thing. Yeah. Because I remember like, you said going. you're like, college is not in the cards for me. No, exactly. Like when it came the That's time. crazy. So the time when like all my friends started talking about like which colleges they're they're dreaming of going to or thinking of touring all these Uh things 
like never in my brain was I like, that's my path. How did you know that though? Like, were you, was it the first thing that ever clicked for you? Like in your life and you were Mm. like, I have to hold on to this or how did you know? Okay. I think it was for starters, YouTube was filling up so many of my like young creative desires in Uh terms of like, wow, I love editing. And this is like very fun for me. And, um, so I think it was a sense of like community and and getting to express my creativity through editing. And then, of course, like as I started booking at not booking or like, you know, getting any brand deals mm-hmm. and eventually getting a manager, like all of those things were just sort of like just it just kept validating what my hunch was mm. about this hobby slash job of mine. Like the next By, little thing yes. like kept validating it. And it was yeah. like it was pulling you like a force. Yeah. And I think just the timing of it like that. I don't know if that I truly feel so grateful for like my age and just where I was at. And the fact that I had a laptop that I got for my birthday in like seventh grade yeah. and had the tools to start making shitty videos on the webcam um, <laughs> that like when I started it, it I was allowed to mess up. I was allowed to, I don't know, like there were no stakes yet, right? Mm. And then like, so by the time I was in high school, I was a sophomore, um, you know, a junior. I'm like literally forgetting. I'm like, what's after? <laughs> it's not senior, it's junior. Sorry, it's been a long time. Um, but once it reached that point in my life, it was already validated so much by any and sort of like income auto. and all these yeah. things. Yeah, that it was like, no question. Wow. Moving to LA, no question. You know, working with this person, whatever, no question. Like, I just feel like there's always been this wave of like, yep, this is it, this is it, keep mm-hmm. going, keep going. And I think also because I didn't go to school and because I came out here with no sort of financial support, I just, it was all based on the money that I was making. That's like, crazy. I... Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. That's awesome. That was like. That's hard. That, I think th- that was very like I wanted to make my dad really proud. Mm. There was there was a lot of that in there. And me. And for a while, <laughs> like he kind of was the one that was like, what are you doing? Like yeah. he. My Dads mom understood. Sus. Moms always. get it. I had to literally like make a PowerPoint presentation for my dad two times. Well, they're like, the you're fir- not going to be a doctor. Exactly. Or a lawyer? Which makes sense. Yeah. Because what, like, he does, this is a new thing. It's yeah. a new concept. I'm of so sorry it's I interrupted so you. <laughs> no, no, but literally <laughs> that. And so when it came time to, like, when it came time, when I decided I don't want to go to public school anymore, I want to switch to online because uh, junior year I had, like, missed the first few weeks of school and that set me back because I went to New York Fashion Week. And from there, I was like, N- this is my sign. I need to start doing this online so that I can travel. This is going to start. This is going to keep coming up. And um, made a PowerPoint for my dad. Was like, this is why I need to remove oh, you myself pitching yourself. <laughs> from yeah. this high school. And start doing it online. And then did the same thing with moving to Los Angeles. And I'm wow. trying to think where, the, where, my, where I was originally going with all of this. But I think... Um, Every like every little risk I took was just like another kind of fire that like lit Mm -hmm. up my butt a little bit. Well, you're talking about your parent. Like, who's the person? Oh, okay. So then the wow, we've really no, it's okay. That was interesting. Ran around the block with this. Um, yeah. So I would say my parents. I mean, 
then sort of like after that 100% like my friends and peers mm. um, is there anyone I, that stands out yeah I'm thinking about Lexi Lombard I'm thinking about Lauren Elizabeth I'm Love thinking about my friend Drew like mm-hmm. just the friends of mine that like we were all in the same exact position in our lives where we were like what are we doing this is so yeah, fun the, but like they're all awesome people. yes and yeah. and I think getting creative with that friend group Lindsay Megan like Maddie it was it's just that was so exciting and that was like almost kind of like my college experience kind of scrunched mm-hmm. into like a shorter amount of time but um that I don't know that like kind of validated everything for me because I was like building this family out here and this network of friends that are doing the same thing and um I guess that's like my first answer to that question your peer your peers in Paris yeah. I love that there's um so much to say I or I feel like LA gets such a bad rep mm-hmm. for the people and like how shitty people are here, course, which yes. I get. Yeah. Because there are. It exists. It's uh, out there. Yeah. yeah. And especially I feel like it's like a New York TikToker thing to like shit on LA people. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> but you seem to have so seamlessly surrounded yourself with awesome, like, cr- like some of the coolest people mm-hmm. in the world, but also that seem to have good hearts and down to earth and like they like fill your actual yeah. heart with like joy or whatever it is mm-hmm. and and just genuine. Um, I feel like that's so rare to find genuine people in yeah. LA. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, how did you how did you do that? Okay. Oh my gosh. Because I'm sure you I ran did... into people that were annoying. Yes, other. that's true. How did you how did you do that? How, yeah, it's it's more about like, I guess, how do how do you navigate those that you don't align yourself with Ooh, you know because okay. when I think about like my strongest friendships they sort of came into my life similar to anyone where maybe it was a work thing maybe it was a mutual friend um, and then you just start hitting it off and you're like oh my god you are a sweetie pie sweetie I love you so much I want to protect you forever yeah. you're you're coming with me and I think it's like the harder thing to do is navigate those friendships that feel yeah, misaligned that that feel like oh yeah we're we're not like this the same. In yeah, that it's like a little red flag that. in your yeah. head. Yeah, and I think, um, I mean, how do I do that? I, well, I guess how'd you find the good ones? How did I find the good ones? That is such a good. I think like being a good person that is such <laughs> a lame answer. No, it's I don't okay. Know. It's okay. But I think like I think it is true. There are definitely, um, if I can like recollect on like moments in my life, I think. There is a way to be kind and respectful and still distant with someone where you're like, that's just like not my lifestyle. Like Ooh, you do that. Like an you acquaintance. Love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there are in our position, like there are so many acquaintances that mm-hmm. we all know. Like I feel like it really is like almost a small bubble. Like we yeah. all kind of know oh, each yeah. other. And and also like there is nothing bad with an acquaintance. Like there are so many people that I will see like specifically at a house party, yes. specifically at a bar, specifically like at a club friends. or event yeah, friends. Or work friends. And it's like yeah. those are all important and those are all fun and not everyone needs to be your best friend. And like I I don't know. I think like when I feel that I have found someone that I really relate on and I'm just like, oh, God, yeah, you're the real deal. Um, then you just like, you know, you just keep hitting them up and you yeah. just like you make it happen. Make I don't it know. make it happen. I know it's Ugh. hard because it's like it really is just trusting your instincts. Yeah. And like having a gut feeling if, you know, someone's 
gives you that good yeah. warm fuzzy feeling or not yeah. but i feel like in la people are good at making it seem like they're like that so you mm-hmm. must have a really good like intuition or something thank you <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> okay last thing we'll wrap it up with okay. is um i'm very specifically curious about this you started your youtube channel in 2009 mm-hmm. and you have worked with so many brands Mm -hmm. and I'm sure like little startups and amazing, Mm -hmm. huge designer brands. Now I want to know, first of all, what was your first brand deal? Oh my God. My first brand deal, I think literally was the aura brush or maybe that was my first gifting. Like the the... the tongue, the tongue scraping brush. Oh my gosh. Is that called aura brush? I think. Something like that. I don't know. For a second, I, I thought it was that like that um, white, big, like vibrating brush. Oh, you know what no, I mean? No, no. Literally a tongue scraper. Shut up. That's what I got for free the <laughs> first time in my life. And I remember receiving it in like a letter envelope, just in a Whoa. paper envelope and just being like, oh, wow. Like it was like such a moment for me because that was probably like, I don't I don't know when it was, you know, within the first no, year amazing. of making videos. Um and then from there, yeah, like it was always gifting in the beginning, of course, mm-hmm. because um, that it's that's sort of like a lower risk for companies. And then, of course, if it's a smaller company, mm-hmm. then it's like way more affordable and stuff. Um, but in terms of like a big deal, I think one of the bigger opportunities I first ever got was with Maybelline. Whoa. They sent me to uh, Fashion Week and we did like a whole campaign video. That's crazy. And I like interviewed backstage yeah because you're a little host i was a little host for a little mm. <laughs> and literally it sounds like we're saying you're i was a little, a little hoe <laughs> you're a little hoe <laughs> no i do, i really you're a did the host. hosting thing yeah yeah i like hosted for no, team you're a great host. would you when ever want to do that again my feeling with hosting is that i've like got that on my belt mm. if i want it if i want to dabble in that again and i think for me it just was not scratching specifically what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like it very much. Like acting does. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then, so first brand deal was the tongue brush. <laughs> yeah. I want to know, like recent, as of recently, I've been noticing you've been working with like Prada, YSL. Like what yeah. the heck? I know. Um, Is that, do you feel like in comparison to like, I guess a normal person mm. brand <laughs> compared to a designer brand. Right. Do you feel like the whole experience is elevated or is it weird? Like, is it like the same vibe and it's right. just a designer brand and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to show you out know, for them. It sort of like depends on. Cause I'm like, that would be my dream. To I do know. A, do it like a designer brand. I will say the process is like Pretty similar. pretty similar. Except it's you're getting similar. like a bag. You? You're getting back. Yes. Yeah. No product. Truly. When anytime they send me any, any gifting, I'm like, what? How did this come and arrive? That's crazy. <laughs> did I you get know. the ornaments? I did. I gave two to my mom. I was gonna say, did you break any? Because so the many internet people freaked out. Them. Yeah. I did not. Okay. I would. Congrats. I would know to never let that happen. <laughs> Those were so gorgeous, and I like. You know, there's something like my mom has. My mom, like, she's a, such a shopper. She loves designer, and like, anytime I work with a designer company, I'm so excited to talk about it with my mom because like, she just gives me that response. Like, she's like, "This is so crazy," and that's the best um, when you have news and someone's. Uh, it's so it's sweet. just as excited. I know yeah. it's it's really it feels very full circle. So getting to work with like higher end companies truly is is so wild. But the experience feels very similar. Really, um, 
Yeah, it, yeah. it does. Yeah. Oh my gosh, amazing. And then yeah. have you ever, do you have any like secret projects you're working on? Oh my gosh, I do have things that are, are that that are in the making, but I I haven't you can't say said, anything. Well, I are you haven't allowed to say one anything? word? One word Ooh. to like just you know a little. Okay. Um, like, okay. The word I'm thinking it's two words. It can be an adjective. It can be okay. It can complete be control. There's something that I'm control. doing that I have complete control. Oh, in, that's interesting. Because I've done a lot of things that have been like collaborations or things where. You get yeah. like half Hello, the say. Nordstrom, BP, wildflower cases. <laughs> I have all the shit. Um, and this time, I'm I am doing something that uh, has been very fulfilling in Complete every control. step of the process. It has been carving out most of my time, and I like this is like the most I've ever talked about it. I've like not been really wow. Saying big anything. hint, big hint. Yeah, <laughs> you've we'll, seen some we'll on my no, close I friends. Know. I'm you so know. honored to be on the close friends <laughs> because I feel like close friends when I add yeah. someone to it like I really do show more like of my personal life yeah, yeah and whenever someone adds me I'm like oh my god yeah honored so yeah I I've seen I've dabbled <laughs> but I don't I still don't know what I, it is so we'll see anyway Claudia it has been a delight TK oh my god I, I've been so excited for this <laughs> no this, this is so my fun. dream and I think that you the way you carry yourself in real life and on the internet one is the same but two it is such a breath or a breath, a fresh <laughs> breath of air for everyone on the internet. And I mean, you, like, I looked up to you in so many ways. I respect the hell out of you. And I know, I know my peers and my boss, we all look up to you so much. And thank you, um, thank you for taking the time, the time to do this because I know you're a very busy girl. Oh my gosh, of course. Well, <laughs> let's go get some food yeah, because I want to continue to hang out with I know. You. That's okay. literally what we're doing next. <laughs> so, But thank you so much for having thank on you. me. Thank you. And where can having everyone on follow? Me. Having, we can't talk. <laughs> we literally cannot. Talking? No. <laughs> okay, I'm. it's just my name. Claudia Sluski across everything. Perfect. And keep an eye out. Follow her So because her movie's coming out. Yeah. Re- uh, we don't know when. We don't know when. We but can't it'll say be when. exciting. Yes. Anyway, yeah, subscribe, like, do all the things. Love you. Bye. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.